Hey listener, First Encounter is an explicit podcast by grown-ups for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Did you know that First Encounter has joined a collective? The Spilt Potion Collective is a nerdy and independent arts collective formed to support indie creators while promoting community, inclusion, and the drive to grow and improve. Go to SpiltPotion.com to learn more. <laughs> this hits very differently if you assume Shira was actually sabotaging that oxygen tank and was successful in doing so just so she could assassinate Sid while he worked for Shinra. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you put that into the world? <laughs> Uh, Now I'm just going to go down that... You know I have a problem with conspiracy theories. I'm very gullible. Just a thought. I'm going down that rabbit hole now that Shira is actually like the chief member of Avalanche. (laughs) Holy shit. And she's just fucking up to prevent... Cancel the podcast. (laughs) We gotta talk to Square. Rocket 26. Welcome ah, to Who are you? First. How'd you get in here? Encounter. Did you close the door? <laughs> Clean off your shoes? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to take my shoes off. Should Disgusting. I just, just back at the front of the house? Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, right, if you excellent. could toss them out the window, that'd be perfect. All right, perfect. I'm just going to toss them in the garbage for hey. the rest of this podcast. Hey! Who are you? Would you like I... to introduce yourself to my audience? I would love that. I am Hanny. I am the minor co-host of the first encounter yeah. podcast what do, what do you do uh really whatever you tell me to honestly uh i've never I been sure wish i've never been a leader uh i've always been more of a follower and i feel like you've always been our leader first time i've heard that oh really <laughs> oh shit how you doing i'm doing okay you look tired i'm tired because i just biked i don't know what you, like 15 miles yeah probably like 15 miles yeah my legs are on fire here, and here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I cycle to work every day. <laughs> Stress. But the uh, the fucking weather is nice. You can oh, go outside lovely. again and not feel terrible. Oh, it's so good. I love being outside. Good thing I'm trapped in this tiny room recording with you. Yeah, yeah. Spe- yeah. Speaking of which, I got an announcement for you. What? What is it? We're gonna be streaming from here. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> in two weeks. Uh, uh, whatever the 25th is. I don't fucking know. What are we going to do? <laughs> the 25th of April, 2021? Is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm saying. Why, why are you talking? <laughs> did, cloud, did Cloud fall down the well, boy? <laughs> why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> With derision and condescension? It's how I always talk to you. I don't understand. Oh my God, that's the, that's the vibe we go for here. <laughs> it really is. So I believe you were saying on April 25th, 2021, we are going to have a stream. Yeah. We're gonna have. We're a not gonna cross them. Thick, mighty stream together. Together, oh, we, we might cross them. We might cross them. What are we gonna be streaming? Well, originally I thought we were gonna have a real gold corral of a time, <laughs> if you will, if you will. <laughs> All right. But it seems like there's a lot we could be doing. Hmm. We got some chocobos we can be just riding all over the place. Yeah, I really want to ride them. Yep. We got some exploring we could do i love exploring some spelunking i sure do so join us on april 25th for a real just guy of a time uh chris is gonna turn me loose and let me i think just do whatever suits my fancy so god help us join me and just listen to the nightmares that i vomit out of your mouth yeah and uh (laughs) 
join in Chris's trauma as he has to watch. We have fun. Yeah, we have a good <laughs> we have a good time. What you drinking there? I'm drinking well, nothing yet. Beep! <laughs> you didn't did you you already opened yours? Uh, I already opened mine, what yeah. God damn. Well, I'm we're not gonna actually promote these companies. That's fair. I'm gonna promote Beep! <laughs> Well, now that we're just uh, going to throw this whole bit away and edit that out, talk to me. What's going on in Chris land? Finishing up our episode that's going out two weeks, four weeks, I don't know, some amount of time ago as of this recording. Uh, This will be six weeks ago. Okay. So yeah. Can you believe that we recorded an episode today that's not going to see the light of day until middle of April? That's pretty incredible, actually. That's really cool. It's a really good feeling. Yeah, that feels great. I'm glad we took that hiatus to get stuff ready. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea every like six months to do that if we feel like we need it. Yeah, well, probably after we finish seven, we'll take another break before starting the next series. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that when we play Quest 64. No, thank God. Finally, I've been waiting 25 episodes. We have to play at some point now. I have no idea what it is. I've never bothered to look it up. Maybe we'll do a live stream. What a nightmare. Guess what I played today? What'd you play? Final Fantasy VII. You want to talk about it? Tell me about it. Today was weird. (laughs) We had a interesting mechanic Chris and I decided on. And by Chris and I, I mean I decided and Chris didn't disagree fast enough to stop me. So uh, we had a choice today. Chris said, hey, remember that little town you found a couple episodes ago? I don't remember how many episodes ago it was. We can go back there if you don't want to go on to Junin Harbor yet. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to do, you know, I, I, I couldn't really make up my mind. So I turned off the map and... My sense of direction is so poor that I was just like, we'll see where we go first. So turned off the map, got into the high wind, and just flew around Gaia for a little while, just trying to find where I could really just sink my teeth into some gameplay. That did ultimately end up being Junin Harbor. However, we did decide to take a quick little segment that I like to call, let's see what Shira's doing, <laughs> where we checked in on Rocket Town. A gun is a man. Oh, I, I got this one. Please, please. please. <clears throat> a gun is a man's weapon. Nothing else will do. Bye. Oh wow, we this don't, place we sucks. don't need any of this safety bit. That's concerning. You know what a bit is, right? Yeah, I think so. Talk to me. Where does it go on your body? Uh, straight into your mouth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see what the pro- what's uh, the problem. You know what? They said it was for safety. Who am I to judge? There's a lot of stuff that goes in your mouth that is not sexual, Hanny. I don't know if you knew this. I don't understand. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't understand, and therefore I'm angry. All right, Chris, here's the deal. Here's my plan for you, dear listener. I decided that Armageddon is the greatest film of all time Mm -hmm. and should always be emulated. So while talking to Chris the other day, I told him, hey, I want to go back to Rocket Town, take the rocket, and fly it directly into Meteor. Sure. I think it's a great idea. Let's get it done. So we're back here in Rocket Town. Can't believe you unlocked the secret ending. Very, very brief. What would you do if it was like an absolute secret ending that no one had ever found before because no one was stupid like me? It's locked. <laughs> God damn it. They don't even have the decency to tell you. <laughs> no, it just will not let you open it. All right. Fuck this. Let's go to Junin Harbor. Guess if the game's going to make me play the stupid way. We uh, took a moment to turn the map back off again, and I think we ended up immediately at Junin Harbor. Nibbleheim? Nibbleheim. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just, just bear with me as I tell you what I think things are. There's a gold corral. <laughs> are you okay? 
What's this? That is Costa del Sol. Oh man, we haven't been back there in a minute. It's been a little while. You want to go check out Costa del Sol? See if uh, Hojo's there? Take me on your journey. Here we go. I like this woman that's like in a bikini. Yeah. Trying to lure people into this. I forgot how much I hated Costa del Sol. <laughs> <laughs> They're burning. Someday they'll burn out. The stars are just... I thought those were kids. No, that's definitely like a average woman. <laughs> the stars are just like our youth. The brightest stars burn the <laughs> yeah, fastest. Yeah, I get, I get that. Oh, 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 it's the end of the world. The stars, they're in flames. <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> Butch is his name. <laughs> yeah, take it. Good or bad, everything's gotta go. It's the end of the world sale. At least somebody's got his priorities straight. You wanna buy some fire? You wanna buy some ice? You wanna buy some lightning? You wanna buy some earth? You wanna buy some gravity? You wanna buy some poison? Hmm. I don't wanna buy any of that. That's okay, I'm good. Thanks, I Butch. I don't like Butch, I don't think. <laughs> I wonder if Johnny's still here. I'm gonna kill him if he is. So uh, we make our way over to Junin Harbor and do a little exploring. As we come into town, there is a little cutscene where Cloud's like, uh, something's missing. And I was like, isn't the cannon missing? <laughs> and Cloud shrugs and then the cutscene's over. I was like, okay, cool. Why does this dog look like my dog? It's breathing heavy. It's like Slash. Wait, what? Huh. Where's the... You've triggered my cutscene card. Where's the cannon? I may be mistaken, but doesn't it feel like we're missing something? Yeah, Cloud, there's a cannon. Cannon should be there. Oh, I know what's happening. What? I'm making assumptions. Okay. I love when you do. My guess here is that they took the cannon, the huge materia... It seems like they're making a Moonstone cannon from Skies of Arcadia, and they're just going to shoot fucking magic missiles into the asteroid. Checked out some of the old haunts, checked out to see if any of the items for sale were any good. Didn't really find much. I don't think we bought anything. No, but the cool thing about this is when you return to places, some things will change. Yeah. For instance, today, while we were bumblefucking, we decided to drop in on Costa del Sol, and I think we might have had sex with a prostitute. Well, that's end. not what I was referencing, but that is an example that you just put there. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. This game is weird. Imagine just walking into a town in real life and just standing over someone's hotel bed like this. Hello? I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to spend the rest of my life sleeping. Will you be staying together? Yes. Good night. Well. Did I just sleep with this man? Stop looking like a hunted animal. Whatever happens, happens. Just go with it. I, I, 10 out of 10 just had sex with this man. All right, whatever happens in Costa del Sol stays in Costa del Sol, I guess, eh, Clad? The world's ending. It, you know. Speaking of the world ending, uh, while we were bumblefucking our way around Junior Harbor, the guy who, I remember the shop, he had like one girl that was like, welcome, when you like came in. It was like kind of cool. Now there's like six of them in there, though, and they all yell at you when you come in like, yeah, come in. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. Didn't buy anything. Nope. Just left. Yep. <laughs> Decided to carry on with our life. Hello, honeybee? Please come in. Um, Welcome. Look, why not forget about meteor and weapon for now and do a little impulse shopping? Is she wearing the honeybee in uniform? Yeah, that's why I said honeybee. That's what I thought. Buy a lot, cutie. Smooches. No charge for a smile. Is this a brothel? <laughs> I hired more girls after hearing that the world's coming to an end. But I wonder if I should have. I keep getting more and more in debt. 
I've got to get out from under it somehow. Maybe I'll have Weapon help me. Hmm. Start walking towards uh, where we know the underwater reactor is, and uh, we see a funny troop of Shinra soldiers marching in the street. Their squad captain, who's directing their march, uh, sees us and is like, all right, boys, this is what you've been training for. Charge! They're all facing the wrong direction, just run straight in the opposite direction. And he's like, wait, no, that's the underwater reactor. Come back. What's going on here? What's up, nerds? Uh Uh-oh. All right. Let's see how hard you trained. Attention. Charge. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, wait. What? Hey, hey. That's the underwater (laughs) reactor. Come back. (laughs) They ran the opposite way. Fucking maroons. I feel like we got a lot of good Shinra grunt development this episode yeah they definitely seemed more human this time around Mm -hmm. there was a lot of good just fun grunt work in here we follow them and uh just kind of dive into the depths of the underwater reactor here in june and harbor we interrupted a date i think i don't know if i'd call it a date (laughs) as we're getting in the elevator to go down to the underwater reactor uh there's two shin regards in there as well as the woman who operates the elevator i think i'm not really sure bell person yeah all right sure as you walk in they're like hey whoever beats these guys gets to take her out they have a little funny side it's like uh i don't want to be that guy but like what if we both and the other one's like don't say that (laughs) we killed them no he murdered them i mean tifa just punched them to death yeah yeah there is a just wall of gore in that elevator smeared after you kill the two guards the uh elevator assistant is just like oh there goes two perfectly good guys Moving on. Uh, yeah, all right. We did Weird that. as hell. <laughs> uh, so we plunge the depths of the underwater reactor and uh, walk into yet another reactor. Chris, it's been a while since we've reacted to a reactor, if you will. I guess. How how, I will. how, do, how do you feel being in a reactor? I think this is probably my favorite reactor of the bunch because it is underwater. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you pass through to get to the reactor is like this glass domed to uh, walkway kind of, yeah. yeah walkway this is the first one that really changed up the design from the others that we've seen mm-hmm. we got some new areas that haven't appeared in past reactors and usually they're just like carbon copies of each other so yeah i think there was some really cool monster designs in here i think there was some really cool got the dance machine yeah the fucking ddr machines that attacked us that was fun what the hell was that can i help you doggo wow wow just barking will not let just me barking the door all, all right. right cool sweet cool. good stuff neat love it Let's go this way, shall we? Are you ready to plunge these depths with me? Yes. <laughs> Are those just DDR machines? Let's play a game. This is getting nasty. Hmm. What's happening? They're, they're just, they have a ton of attacks, I guess? Zero damage. That's fine. What is happening? This is awkward. Hmm. I uh, did not take this fight as seriously as I think I should have. We penetrate these, the reactor. We penetrate... The reactor. The reactor. Um, I always dread an underwater temple in any video game. We've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure you've erased all of them, but eh. probably going to erase this one too. But um, a thing I really dread in video games is anything that's water-based dungeon design. I was really pleasantly surprised by how not that this was. Yeah. When you say underwater temple, what I think of in Final Fantasy VII is the Temple of the Ancients. Like that's the most underwater-esque yes design area yeah just game. annoying and yeah. garbage and like stupid yeah. puzzles and just dumb shit everywhere yeah yeah 100 all they needed to do was put that in like the middle of a lake and it would have been a water temple in the legend of zelda yeah 100 easy but i think 
it was fine. It was really straightforward. Like it was pretty linear. You just run straight through the reactor to the core. Uh, as you walk into the kind of main part of the reactor, there's a submarine and like a claw moving across the screen. And you really just fight Shinra guards on the way. That's yeah. really it. It's, no problem. it's pretty simple. They're set battles. They're on screen. I want the cosplay, Tifa. We can make that happen. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. For just $10 a month. <laughs> if you subscribe. You, you're Cloud. All right. Pokemon rules, I guess. <laughs> you ready for this guy to get his shit kicked in? Go. Sword. Feet. What about you? For 20 bucks a month. You are not getting this huge materia. Henny will send you pictures of his feet. <laughs> so you are after the huge materia. I guess so. Am I going the right way? Could I interest you in a Neo Bahamut? We find the reactor core and we see the huge materia. And we also see the claw machine dips its grubby little machine fingers into the core and tickles around in there a little bit and then pulls out big, huge materia. Takes it and loads it onto the uh, red submarine. We follow that, still just kind of a straight shot, into where we find Axel. Axel! For those of you new to the podcast, why are you starting at episode 25? But anyway... Why are you starting this podcast? Also that. Uh, Axel is what we call Reno. Uh, so Reno's got his back to you. He's giving orders. Like, yeah, get the shit on the, on the shit. Let's go. Come on. He doesn't really notice you. We sneak up on him. He's like, hey, help load that. And we're like, no. <laughs> Fuck you. And he turns around. And he's like, oh, shit. It's you guys. He's like fuck i don't have time to play with you right now why don't you go fuck off and he sticks this little horrid machine monster on us it's terrible it's terrible and it's really aggressive and it kicked my ass yeah hard i didn't get a single thing off the first time it just instant party wipe yeah it has a laser attack that hits all party members for over a thousand damage and yeah. it used it twice immediately as soon as the battle just started absolutely wrecked me Ooh. Oh, I hate that. Lapis laser. That's not great. Oh. Regen might be. Oh, fuck. No time. Goodbye. See ya. I'm sure it's fine. Huh. Well, that was awkward. What kind of damage did it do? Like 1400. Yeah. Kicked back to our last save point, which was basically the beginning of all this. Not the worst. It was probably like a 10 minute aside, but it was annoying. Yeah. But we did figure out that you can save the game in stages through this, with, and it doesn't block you from running back to the save point. So what, what I decided to do was to run forward, progress the story as much as I felt comfortable with, and then run back and save it at the save point, and then keep going back and forth. Finally got to the point where I actually got two Reno's back all the way through, and then ran back and saved it so we could skip basically right back to the point where we could just run up to him and be like, hey, fuck you, let's fight. Here's what I'm going to do before running into that room this time. I'm going to run back and save it. Strategy boy. Didn't take me for a boy who could play a video game, did you? <laughs> Not sure I do. Still. I'm one of those gamer boys you hear about on the internet. You sound upset. I think it's time to retire the podcast. That's probably fair. I think that's been coming for about 25 episodes now. <laughs> Maybe it'll let me run back after I watch <laughs> this cutscene too. I mean, yeah. You haven't triggered the boss cutscene, so yes, you can. They're going to take it to that submarine. Not on my watch, runs the opposite direction. <laughs> Not on my watch, runs completely out of the building. Not on my watch, <laughs> just goes home to Nibelheim. Not on my watch, makes a new life with a random stranger in Nibelheim. <laughs> Not on my watch! <laughs> Grows to the ripe old age of 97. <laughs> Not on my watch! 
and dies peacefully in his sleep. No! <laughs> I, I absolutely hate us. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Did we make it? Right, I need to be able to run out and save it after this gets into <laughs> You ever quote your podcast while you're recording your podcast? You can go back and save. <gasps> Bro Strat's right here. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> time for a real Wu-Tai of a time. Yeah. <laughs> I can absolutely just leave, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> can you? Don't, don't save in a new spot. I'm just going to save over this. <laughs> So second time, though, didn't actually make any changes. Just went into it a little bit less cavalier and uh, pulled it out of my ass. Chris, I believe, said this was my best fight. I think so. I would love to uh, to hear some of it right here. I don't know if it was any good, so you can cut that if it's... It was long enough. There's probably good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just open off with a whole bunch of summons, I think. Oh, well, it's not opening with its lasers, so you might be okay. Oh. Bye, Yuffie. Where the fuck is Yuffie? We grabbed her. Why? Oh. Why don't you ask it? Don't wanna. She's doing okay. She looks like she's having a blast. Well, she died. Except so. now she's dead, so. Well, I guess that's that. You know, I was gonna suggest you turn down the speed for this fight, but you're handling it fine. Thanks, babe. You're looking good. This might be your best fight yet. Oh. Yes! Nice! That's how we do it! Woo! Everyone survived? Hell. Pulled off a fuck ton of grease lightnings. Goddamn. Meteor drive gained. I think my favorite part of that fight was the absolute perfect execution of the Phoenix summons. Mm -hmm. After Tifa and Yuffie had both been killed, immediately razzed them back to full health, and then the game or the, the battle ended. So, kick this thing's ass. I did not run back and save, and I probably should have. Yeah. Um, so, after the materia is loaded on the submarine and you come out of the fight screen, the red submarine is gone. And it's like, oh, how could they have snuck away while we were in battle? fucking like 200 yard submarine how the fuck did that go away without them noticing even in the heat of battle yeah anyway we notice another submarine that is probably going to be tasked with guarding it being loaded with uh troopers so we fight our way onto it really just destroy everything in our path damn the submarine i like how it pulled away without us noticing <laughs> we have to go after it me i'm gonna fucking kill these noobs and take their submarine it's been a while since we've heard this music i just remembered i wanted to i should definitely do something real quick here we gotta stop them but first huddle up everyone you get some cure you get some cure you get an x potion well i'm gonna go mop these nerds up hey boys you want the sub try and take it um sir maybe we shouldn't piss them off I wish we could spare that guy. <laughs> Just make him our blood pet. <laughs> bring him back to the airship. That's not what I meant. As our friend. Here we are presented with my favorite option that has ever been given. Mm -hmm. We can either fight the people on the bridge or hold them captive. And Chris begged me. He's like, for me, please. No, no, this is terrible. We don't have much time left. I don't want to die. There's still so much more I've got to do. I'm never going to do my special victory dance in battle. All right, then make this your first victory. Oh, God. Go on, show them. These guys. Yes, yes sir. sir. Remember your last training. Begin. Yes, yes sir. sir. Oh, man. I'm back. Now I got no regrets. Attack. Mm -hmm. <gasps> Take them prisoner. Fight Do it them. for me. No. Take them prisoner. I'm taking them prisoner. They're such sweet baby boys. We fucking kept them captive. 
We have no idea what happened to them after. Like, we did not kill them. They were just, like, in the bridge with us, just being soldiers, I guess. And then you have to have conversation amongst the crew about how to pilot this thing and who's going to pilot it and how are we going to get out of here because no one knows how to drive a submarine. Cloud reads the manual hmm. for beginners. I, I, I still think that's very funny. It was like submarine driving for uh-huh. beginners. What a treat. Submarines for dummies. Oh my God. This fucking animation. What is happening? Is he dancing? Someone, please. I'm sorry. I can't take it anymore. The lack of space, the shaking, the roar of the engine. What are we going to do? We stole the submarine, but can't pilot it. Hey, it's moving. Hmm. Oh man, this sucks. Cloud, do something. Hey, you're right. I do feel a little better driving. No sweat. Just leave everything to me. <laughs> I thank you. I am happy to be a hostage. Oh my god, these boys. Hey, who am I to know? Piloting a submarine is very difficult. I am completely clueless. Well, now what? Read the manual, sit in the seat, leave it alone. Read the manual, sit in the seat. Read the manual. Submarine operations manual. Beginner's edition. Button placements. Oh, Christ. Directional controls. Oh, uh, ascend. God. Left. Left rotation. Right. Right rotation. Down. Ascend. Controls. Menu. Speed up. Switch. Fire. Cancel. Speed oh, down. boy. Mission orders. Presently on the ocean floor near Junon, a red leader submarine carrying huge material is being escorted by covert Shinra submarine units. Furthermore, it has been confirmed that several mines have been dispersed onto the ocean floor. The ocean floor can only be monitored with Shinra's sonar radar screen. Enemy subs can only be detected within the sonar area. Get in front of the detected enemy sub and lock on. Push switch to fire the torpedoes. Mines are found on the radar screen at the top of the indicators. The mines inflict great damage, so be careful. Objective, sink the Red Leader submarine carrying the huge material. Time limit, 10 minutes. Advice, get the enemy submarine in front of you. Concentrate attacks on the Red Leader submarine. If you lose tech of the enemy, push page down and use your radar. <laughs> well, now what? Do you have that page down button on your controller ready? So we uh, climb into that good, good captain's chair and Captain Cloud starts driving a submarine. At this point, I think... With first encounter as tradition now, Chris, I'd like to turn it over to you for your observation of how I handled this mini game. I think saying that you handled it is putting a bit too much of a positive spin on it. Uh. <laughs> you may have lost it is what I would go so I'm far as very to say. Angry. <laughs> I think I said this is the closest I've ever been to rage quitting this game. After Shinra Mansion, yeah. These are possibly the two only times that you have almost rage quit. Here's the fun thing about like Shinra Mansion, I had external factors that day. Like I was already kind of in a bad mood. Mm. And today, nothing. I had a great day so far. Like this is just like if I had had a bad day and did this submarine thing on top of it, I probably would have just put my fucking controller through the screen today. It was nightmare times. So. Oh my god, I hated it. Did okay though in the end. Um, I, I mean, passed with four you, minutes to spare. Fuck you. You passed, okay. With four minutes to spare. How oh. much did you start with? Ten minutes. Ten. Yeah. Did we forget to mention this was a timed challenge so, too? So we spent six minutes just floating along through the ocean. Yeah, I only destroyed the red submarines. Yeah, I didn't destroy any of the other submarines. No. I don't know how to describe this portion of the game. Like honestly. Just look up FF7 submarine game on YouTube because I might just release the video of it. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain in audio format, and it's also angering to explain in audio format. You've had mini games that have not been fun for you. I've always enjoyed them. <laughs> this is the first one that was painful to witness. 
to be a party to yeah yeah it was unfortunate now what what was painful for you my performance or just the everything both both just together all of it just this plus the game existing at all this ball of mess oh my goodness what a nightmare this was the first instance that we see cloud getting uh motion sickness yeah uh since realizing himself i like uh the animation that plays with him and yuffie are getting sick i'm glad i had yuffie in there for that one too so they could get sick together very good yeah this was a very uh human part too for cloud not killing those guys succumbing to to motion sickness like that's a lot more like yeah i'm like uh, yeah I, I have personality i'm a human yeah when he went in he was like uh the motion the... It's like the engine it's loud oh too space. much yeah yeah honestly wouldn't blame him i could not do a submarine i don't think i could nah. ever step foot on a submarine sounds terrible yeah sounds fucking nightmarish that and spaceships could never do it but hey we got through this everything seems set start the mission main screen on oh boy oh no chris enjoy it's like gummy ships are those the mines yeah warning alert i think you just crashed into it oh i think you're crashing into all the mines i would like it to stop moving that's the red leader right yeah i think you have to descend my dude oh boy (laughs) do you think this is okay terrible can i go forward please oh this is awful I feel like you're doing better than snowboarding. Oh, never mind. What the fuck? What What the fuck can is I, happening? Can I interest you in first person mode? Can I interest you in where the f- fuck is happening? Which way did it go? Oh my god. Hmm. Okay. What are it's you doing? Flo- it's going to float backwards because it won't go forward now. I'm okay with this. Oh, there it is. You caught up to it. Never mind. Ugh. <laughs> my life for good controls. <laughs> They Jesus. gave you the instructions. They're not like good though. Oh, forward is menu, reverse is something. Down is up. That's good. Where are we? This is nightmarish. Submarines suck. No good. Wouldn't recommend. Oh my god. Are you doing all right, buddy? This might be like close to rage quitting. Where the fuck? What? Like what even is happening? Where? Like what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a submarine mini game. This is why people think Kingdom Hearts is a stupid game. The gummy ships were like, yeah, like that. Remember that brilliant fucking game development moment we had of this? Well, I have to say, at least they improved upon it. Yeah. <laughs> just going, let's just crash ourselves into the ocean I, I floor. I don't know why. Like, it, I don't know why it's going down. I'm not pressing any directionals. Uh, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Find the enemy ship. Where? Where the fuck is anything? Pause it. Menu is forward. Okay. Menu is forward and cancels reverse. Okay. See? Simple as cake. Oh my god. Bad cake that you would never eat. This is... Oh, there's the red sub. Where are you going, dude? Maybe he got lost too. (laughs) I fucking hate this game. This is how I parallel park too. (laughs) And now, like, I can't... Can I have a better camera angle? Good god. Oh, first person. Thank god. Now I can't see the red thing, so fucking... It went that way. This is nightmarish. I hate this so much. Hey, mission complete! Okay, sure. My dude, you did it! What the fuck did I just do? Fucking nailed it, 100%, no problem. (laughs) I need you to dub in now where I say, wow, that was so easy. (laughs) Oh my god, I hated that. Receive Shinra sub! Yeah! Yeah! You know I'm never using this sub again, right? <laughs> Whew, we did it. And it was fucking easy. The huge materia should be at the bottom of the sea by now. Let's continue the search.
So uh, we destroy the red submarine and find out that the big, huge materia is probably on the bottom of the ocean floor by now. Uh, we are forced to dock our brand new submarine outside of Junin Harbor and make our way to the Junin airport. That's where we're told to go. All, all Shinra submarine units, do you read? All Shinra submarine units, do you read? Yeah, mm, hmm? Must be from Shinra. Report number two. N- number two? I saw that written on the dock. They must mean the sub. All right, I'll do it. This is Shinra number two. Everything's normal. Hmm. Roger. Your next mission is return to Junon Dock. We will transport the huge materia from the airport. Those without other assignments will report for guard duty. That is all. Over and out. Ah, fucking nailed it. Forget about the huge materia for now. We're climbing. Climbing? Ugh, my ears. Let me out. I hate this. (laughs) I like you, Yes. Yes! She's a delight. (laughs) Let me off this nightmare rock. I have to pee. <laughs> Is that where we're saving for the day? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Nothing happened except you had a terrible time. I mean, yeah, that's why I wanted. To, that's why I want this over. <laughs> so we run up to the Junin Airport and are just in time to witness the huge materia being loaded and crafted off away. Your party's like, "Damn, where are they going?" And Klaus just like, Ugh, "Rocket Town, of course." And it's like, "Why, of course? Like, how? How? What?" I'm like, I'm glad I got marching orders, but like, why is that? And of course, like it, yeah. he could have said like the gold corral. <laughs> also, I refuse to call it the gold compass, whatever it's called. Gold saucer. Gold the compass. golden compass. The golden compass on Good HBO. <laughs> oh, no. The huge materia. Can't we go after it? Hey, where? Where? Where are they headed? Rocket Town, of course. Sure. Why? Why? Rocket Town, of course. Why does he know that? Why? Rocket Town, of course. Are they going to load the huge material onto the rocket and send it to the moon? Why are they going to the moon? To the moon, though. <laughs> to the moon! Is that where we're going? Oh, that's not a treasure chest, huh? You, you just pressed it. This yeah. is the second time you pressed it. Hmm. I just pooped. Right, we're going to take a quick break here. <laughs> oh, Chris wipes <laughs> For me. For technical difficulties. <laughs> Skip out of June and Harbor, go grab the Highwind, and ferry ourselves over to Rocket Town. Ferry ourselves through the air. Oh. So we land in Rocket Town and start talking to a couple of people, and they're all like, huh, I wonder what Shinra's doing with all his mechanics over at the rocket. And it's like, ah, shit. I don't think we did much in Rocket Town. I think we just ran straight for the rocket. Yep. Get there. There's a couple of spectators, and they're like, ooh, spectacle. And you're like, okay, fucking, it's weird. Oh, one thing we did forget to mention is that as you're running up the rocket, Sid insists on uh, being in your party since it's his rocket. So we ended up with Sid, Tifa, Cloud, I believe, as our party. We uh, fight our way to the top of the rocket, I guess. There's a couple of guards that are guarding the stairs up the rocket. We get our way up to the top and then finally at the top meet an, an old friend. Rude. How did I do in this fight? I thought it was pretty simple. Smooth. We beat his ass. Buttered um, his biscuit. Yeah, he's he's not doing so hot. We walk right over him, step inside, and the guard's like, but Root of the Turks is here. And we're like, yo, that guy? We left him outside. What's up, buddy? Just murder everyone inside and make our way to the cockpit. Hey, Hi, it's Rude. Rude. You again? We will eliminate everyone who gets in Shinra's way. You ready for me to spank Rude? <laughs> Always. Come on, Rude boy, boy. Did we kill Rude? Nah, I'm sure he's okay. He's dead. Nah. We murdered him. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. We've murdered a lot of people. Oh, look. You! Why are you here? Root of the Turks should have been here. Too bad. Those guys are over there. 
Oh man, the Turks being done in like that. Uh, but I won't let you through. I appreciate your dedication to your duty. I'm going to make this guy see some duty, that's for sure. In the cockpit are Sid's uh, mechanics that we saw from the flashback. We start talking to them and they're like, oh, shit, like they broke the remote detonation. So someone's going to have to ride the rocket to Meteor. And we discover what they're doing with this, which is they're stuffing the huge materia onto the rocket. And then they're just going to fly the rocket straight into Meteor. Hey, what the hell are you guys doing? Hey, just when I thought something was going on, you come back. Listen to me, Captain. We're going to launch this rocket. Huh? What the? What are you talking about? We're going to load a materia bomb in this and blow up Meteor. Called it. Fucking called it. See, Chris, this is why Armageddon is just the best film ever made. God. <laughs> that rocket's going to save the planet. Ugh, man, this is so cool. Wait a minute. Shut up. Just shut the hell up. How's the rocket? It's pretty much okay, but... We plan to run it into Meteor on autopilot, but the most important device is broken. Broken? How's the repair going? Listen, someone needs to stay behind and man the rocket, right? This is literally the fucking plot of Armageddon. Yeah, and that you don't remember Sid and Advent Children, do you? Yes, he's, a, he's they show him in one scene at the very end when they're fighting Odin. They showed Aerith in more scenes than they showed him. That's very true, shit. Oh no! Broken? How's the repair going? Oh no, fuck. Shira's doing it. Oh great, what a bunch of wizards you guys are. She's gonna take a hundred years. I'll take over, so don't worry about the autopilot. Hey, Sid, what are you doing? There are generations of knowledge and wisdom inside the Materia. We're gonna borrow their powers and save the planet from Sephiroth. There's no way that we can lose the huge Materia. You understand that, right? Yeah, I understand. I understand that Materia is precious. I also understand what you're thinking. But listen... I don't give a rat's ass whether it's science or magical power. No, I guess if I had to choose, I'd rather put my money on the power of science. Humans are only used to walk around on the ground, but now they can fly. And finally, we're about to go into outer space. Science is a power created and developed by humans, and science just might be what saves this planet. I was able to earn my living thanks to science, so to me, there's nothing greater. Now, quit your worrying about what Shinra's gonna do. I don't want to regret not having done something later. This is where this game obviously inspired the hit blockbuster film Armageddon. Yeah, which, which makes Bruce Willis Cloud? No, Bruce Willis is Sid. Ben Affleck is Cloud, please. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> while we're in the cockpit talking to the mechanics, we learned that Shira is attempting to fix the remote detonator so that uh, we can launch without anyone having to be on the ship. When, unfortunately... Or fortunately, depending on who you are. For Chris and I, it was very fortunate. Mm -hmm. We hear the most familiar, hey, 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 over the intercom. And we learned that we've been locked inside the rocket and Palmer is just like two birds, one stones in us, flying us and everyone on board directly into the fucking meteor. You can't fault him, really. It makes sense. It's what I would have done. If your two goals were destroy the meteor, destroy Cloud, Cloud gets on the rocket that you're sending to Meteor. Fucking, yeah. it's a good Smash day. Smash that button. Yeah. Send him away. Just goodbye, Cloud. What the hell? What What the hell happened? Hey, hey! No! <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. <laughs> Palmer, what the hell did you do? They said they finished repairing the autopilot, so I launched it. 
God damn it, Shiro! Why'd she pick today to get fast? <laughs> Fuck. Damn, won't even budge. It's completely locked up. Hey, hey, hey! Almost lift off! What? The, no countdown? It just don't seem the same without it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Blast off! <laughs> oh, fuck, it's actually launching. Five, four. Didn't realize this was how the game was gonna end with us just crashing into Meteor Why and do dying. you think I didn't want you to spoil anything? <laughs> I had a lot of fun during this part. Basically, since Palmer started talking through where we saved the game, was I don't know that I stopped smiling and having a great time. It's a delight. It's up there in my top like five parts of the game so far. If there's anything we need more of, it's definitely Palmer. I love Palmer. He is just such a fun character to have around. Yeah. What a treat. Hey, hey, more lad. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> so while we're trapped on the rocket that's hurtling towards Meteor, uh, Sid reveals that he has an escape pod on the rocket for just such an occasion. Can't say I expected that we would go to outer space in Final Fantasy VII. Genuinely can say that that is something I was not expecting. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I finally made it. Outer space. Let's see. How's the course set? Yep, it's headed for a collision with Meteor, all right. <laughs> Can't we do something? If it goes on, where? Fiddle, fiddle. Kick. That damn Palmer went out of his way to lock the autopilot device. We might not be able to change curse. Is this the end? Huh? What in the hell are you saying? You're still young. Don't give up so easily. I'm not gonna crash into Meteor. Just watch. Sid, I Sid, love Sid, Sid. I keep an escape pod on the rocket just for emergencies like this. I deciphered the lock code on the escape pod. We'll bail right before we crash into Meteor. Hey, what about the huge materia? If you want the materia, do whatever you want. The materia should be there after you climb that ladder. You sure? I don't know. I know what I said a minute ago. <laughs> Sid is so great, and I feel like they gave him like a little bit of meta just to like be a like just such a thorn in Cloud's side of annoying. But maybe all that I really wanted was just to go into outer space. So why don't you all do whatever you think is right? This might be one of my favorite uh, mini games. All right, let's set the scene. Yeah. Oh, when you say we, you mean me. Yeah, Chris, why don't you set the scene for me? So the huge materia is locked in a tank, something of something that needs a passcode to open. Sid's like, do it. Just smash in whatever. Try it. And you do. And it's like, oh, fucking alert. There's a unauthorized user trying to access this. Three minute countdown. Three minutes to figure it out. So you're like, shit, well, I don't have anything to base this off of. And then Sid's like, well, I'm pretty sure this passcode has been used by top Shinra employees. So think of some codes. Well, he's thinking of codes because he was part of Shinra. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's where your disconnect was. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was telling Cloud to think of codes. No, no. So the mini game is Sid trying to remember the code that he's clearly forgotten while you're just putting in like random numbers. Yeah. It's, I think it's quite nice. It's structured so that the lock can be opened if we enter this passcode from this control panel. Hey, Cloud, you know how to use it, right? Every time it says enter passcode, push OK, cancel, menu, or switch. If you punch in the right code, it'll unlock and you can get the huge materia. So... What order am I supposed to enter the passcode in? I don't know. Just try and punch the code randomly. Unauthorized user identified. Yeah, it seems like you missed the code. If we don't enter the correct passcode before the protection system activates, we won't be able to get the materia back. Smash those buttons. I heard there's the passcode only the top people in Shinra know. King? <laughs> Did you use menu? I'm pretty sure you didn't. Code number three was cancel, I think. Okay, three is cancel. The second code wasn't canceled. 
So third is cancel. Yeah. There's a menu somewhere. I'm pretty sure the last code was menu. No, maybe it was cancel. Hmm, I can't remember. Give me some more time. Try okay, switch. So is it okay? I think this is okay. I think so. Okay, switch, cancel. Cancel, menu. menu. I have a feeling you push okay once. So it's either switch okay or okay switch. What is menu? I don't know. You tell me. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Passcode confirmed. Identified as authorized user. Unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Cloud, it's unlocked. <laughs> yep, my great advice saved the day. Fucking Sid, man. Well said. What a stellar. It's just great. The Seep Keat I am. Huge material. So now we got to escape pod, right? We managed to get it and uh, pulled the material out and uh, don't know what we're going to do with it, but that's cool. After we got the huge materia, we skedaddle on down to the escape pod. Unfortunately, as we're walking down past the oxygen tanks that we so remember Shira for lovingly checking, there is an electrical failure on oxygen tank eight and it explodes and part of it lands on uh, Sid and crushes him. Not to death, but pinning him to the ground. I genuinely thought we were going to lose Sid here. Did you really? I did. Yeah, because I was like. Maybe I didn't remember him and Advent Children like it was 16 years ago now. How the fuck am I going to remember? Ugh. Damn, my leg's stuck in the debris. Sid. I can't. It's so heavy. I can't lift it. I can't go without my friends. You fuck. No time to worry about other people. I'm going to do whatever I can. You're stupid. You're really fucking stupid. Tank number eight blew up. So tank number eight really was malfunctioning. Shira, you were right. Don't, don't do me like this. But this is the end for me. No. Don't say that, Sid. Huh? Shira? I tagged along. I'm coming to help you. As you're trying to lift this item off Sid and save him, you discover that Shira's still on the ship. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Still doing safety checks. Again. Love Shira. Love Shira. I think we got my favorite moment here, though, where Sid realizes that the tank that Shira had been expecting on the first attempt to launch did have a fault and that if they had gone through with the plan initially, you know, with not letting Shira check, there would have been an accident. Something bad would have happened. I love that. The kind of like reconciliation between them in a way. It's not good by any means. It's not healthy, but it's so them. Again, it's like Varric and Julie from uh, whatever. Move from on, Cora. Anyway, um, <laughs> Shira comes in and helps lift the item off of Sid, and you make it to the escape pod just in time. And the rocket crashes into Meteor as the escape pod falls to Earth. We get a cutscene from a couple of different points of view on the planet as we see just the fucking massive ball of fire as uh, the rocket crashes into Meteor. And we don't really know what happened. We see it kind of people just like looking up and just staring into the sky. We see it from Cosmo Canyon. We see it from Midgar. I think we see it from June and Harbor as well. Um, we get an interesting point where we see Bugenhagen in his like planetary science room. He sees the explosion like on his mini map. Unfortunately, Meteor still just charging in. Uh, you see that we did do a good chunk of damage to it, but it's like electrically or magnetically holding itself together. Um, so like pieces of it did break away, but they're like not going anywhere. They're like staying attached to the the mass as it just comes down to plummet Earth. Yeah. Not great. Not ideal. No. You got to admire its tenacity, though. Yeah, I do. I definitely do. <laughs> God damn it. Bugenhagen. Poor Bugenhagen. He's just like, oh, shit. 
holy shit! <laughs> mm, I'm pretty sure Meteor's still gonna be there. I'm like 90% sure Meteor's still gonna be there after the light clears. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh. Is it healing itself? Oh boy, I don't think that's very good, Chris. Still on its way. Yeah. After that cutscene, we skip to the bridge of the Highwind and get a just absolutely great rousing speech from Sid, where Cloud doesn't really have like what it takes at this moment to be in charge. Rufus and the others' plan was a failure. What a bust, but I kind of hoped it'd work. Makes you worry, doesn't it? Don't worry, think. Hey, the girl's right. You start worrying, there's no stopping it. Things just start falling apart and get worse and worse. You're pretty damn optimistic. You up to something? Yeah, I've been thinking about this and that. I've been thinking too, about the universe. How wide and big. No matter where I go and what I do, it won't change a thing. Maybe you're right. But I came up with something different. I always thought this planet was so huge, but looking at it from space, I realized it's so small. We're just floating in the dark. Kind of makes you feel powerless. On top of that, it's got Sephiroth festering inside it like a sickness. What a metal line. That is such a good line. That's why I say this planet's still a kid. A little kid sick and trembling in the middle of this huge universe. Someone's got to protect it. You follow me? And that someone is us. Sid, that's beautiful. Yo, Sid, you even got to me. Now what? How are we going to protect the planet from Meteor? I'm still thinking about that one. Everyone just walks away. God damn it. <laughs> Everyone's like super into it, like super on board. And then he just goes, you know, haven't figured that part out yet. I'm still thinking and sits down and everyone just dejectedly walks away. It's so good. It's probably my favorite gag in the game so far. That's one of the things that I wish more people understood about Final Fantasy VII is that it's a funny game. It's pretty fucking funny. There's a lot of humor in here. Who do you think's the funniest character? Oh, man. Sid is probably where most of the comic relief comes from, but he's also like not funny in certain aspects at all. Sid is and Barrett. Barrett are way up there. I think Cloud has a lot of really funny moments. Cloud is surprisingly funny. He's funny in that like jackassy way. Yeah. Whereas Sid's funny, just like out and out funny. And Barrett's more of like an intelligent funny. Mm. I find um Yuffie's pretty fun. Yuffie's fun. I wouldn't say she's like funny, but I, she's I feel like fun. Yuffie and Aerith are fun in the same way where they're like not out and out funny. They're, they're like but clever funny if that yeah, makes they sense. Do, like, they do like highbrow stuff. I don't know. I don't know about Yuffie that. was like vomiting back on the bridge. Oh, what a treat that was. I'm sure that's fine. Yeah. I think at that point, though, we uh, touch down our airship and save the game. Yeah. We have a destination. We do have a destination. I don't remember it. <laughs> Bugenhagen. Oh, right. We need to go see Bugenhagen. Did you hear something? Maybe it's the planet's scream. Or is it Meteor? Hey, how do we know that this is really the planet's scream? Did you forget? Bugenhagen told us. Hmm. Bugenhagen. Let's go see Grandfather to Cosmo Canyon. I'm sure he'll be able to tell us something that will be helpful. Hell yeah. Marching orders. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Cosmo. Cosmo. Level 10 learner pilot. Shall we go? Let's. And that's where we're stopping today's episode. Oh, let me fucking save the game. How do you feel about this episode overall? Good. 
I felt worse about it before we started talking about it. After we finished gameplay, we took a break and I was kind of like, man, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to pan out. I feel like there wasn't much to talk about. Turns out there was. There's a lot that's going on. Turns out there's plenty to talk about. I'm actually feeling very good. I'm at the point where I'm worried that the game is winding down and I'm not ready yet. Mm. I don't know exactly what the like disc two cutoff is, if it's even going to tell me what disc two is. And I don't know how much remainder is on disc three. Like it could be like a megabyte worth of gameplay that they just could not fit on a CD-ROM back in the day. It's a three hour long Sephiroth boss encounter. Right? Like it could be. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. No, I'm telling you. That's not a joke. That's what it is. That's disc three. Um, Fuck off. (laughs) Anyway, feeling good about today's episode. Uh, Had some giggles, had some near tears, had a death. I feel like today's episode really just had it all. Yeah. Yeah. you know what today's episode did not have a lot of that uh, I feel like I was missing and you were probably very grateful for was... Uh, <laughs> no, there was enough of that. <laughs> I got one line in and that's all I need. That's plenty. No, uh, equipping and unequipping and uh, shopping. Yeah, I don't miss that. Yeah, <laughs> I, do, okay. I do. But we're at a place right now where I didn't need to. Yeah. The story didn't go anywhere I wasn't expecting today. Even though I shouldn't have been expecting the rocket because I made the joke about it. I was like, I was kind of like when they said Rocket Town, I was like, no, no, we're not actually. Oh, my God, we're actually doing this. I I wish you hadn't seen Armageddon just so that could have been like a moment for you. (laughs) But also we wouldn't have the brilliant comparison to Armageddon. Yeah, that's fair. This is also not the first time I've compared this game to Armageddon. I really don't understand. (laughs) I'll have to watch it. Uh, yeah sure i actually i actually genuinely like the movie it is not a good movie but i like it so how are you feeling about today's episode i'm feeling okay i never really have a strong feeling until i start doing the editing <laughs> that's good that's good for <laughs> that's good for this this podcast where we talk well it doesn't matter how i feel uh. um so here's the thing uh you said you feel like the game's winding down so why don't we answer some of the questions that we've had okay we got a couple weapons wandering around yeah that's fine we got meteors still coming at us. Mm-hmm. Sephiroth's in the North Cave, as mm-hmm. far as we know at this point still. We got the Shinra doing their thing, mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. How are you going to tackle these? Hoping that I don't have to tackle all of them. All right. <laughs> Hoping that we get some some planetary assistance here. Let, let's just, it'll, Maybe we should have a plan B, though, in case yeah. you don't. Uh, I feel like Bugenhagen's going to probably give us a little bit more insight on Meteor and or the weapons. I feel like that's really going to be where his strong suit is as planetary science. So we're probably going to be like, hey, why didn't Meteor blow up? And he's going to be like, oh, it's held together by the life stream or something. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Or the, the death stream. I don't know. Badass. That's actually pretty <laughs> brutal. Um, Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen, though. I, th- I think Bugenhagen is going to tell us... Uh, more of the planetary side of things. So he'll probably have some insight about meteor and weapon. I think that Shinra is going to maybe collapse under its own kind of weight at this point. They're not doing so hot public opinion wise, I imagine at this point. So we'll have to see how things go there. I think over the next couple episodes, it feels like we're going to be kind of closing some of those open questions. This is like what we're going to do with weapon. This is what we're going to do with uh, Meteor. This is what we're going to do with uh, the Shinra. This is what we're going to do with Sephiroth. So I don't know exactly how they're going to be handled. I think that's going to be part of the fun of the next couple episodes is figuring that out. And I don't really have a strong opinion right now because I wasn't expecting Meteor to survive the rocket 
until I saw the cutscene, I was like, it's totally gonna still be there when it's yeah. gone. Because it just has that gravitas about it where you're like, yeah, it's gonna still be there once the smoke clears. Yeah. I do think that there still might be the chance to use weapon to our benefit as opposed to having to destroy them, but I'm not sure exactly. Um yeah. I feel like I'm in a very weird place where I don't have a lot of cockamimi theories at this point, but just wait. I'm sure midweek I'll send you something stupid. I sure hope so. Yeah. We have a couple characters who haven't gotten as much development as the others. What Kate do you Seth. think? Are you, what do you, what, how do you feel about Vincent and Yuffie? I would like to do their side quests. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect to come out of those? Uh, just backstory, I imagine. So from Yuffie's, I do know that Yuffie, or I do think I know that Yuffie is a member of the Wu-Tai clan. So I think we'll get a little bit backstory about why she was like out trying to fight people in the forest and like <laughs> fight me. Why she was like, hey, got him. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I think when that episode aired, I believed that she was going to include us in some sort of burglary or something. Probably more simple. She's probably just wants us to help her like defend the village from the Shenra. That sounds like just basically like Condor Tower part two. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, so I feel like it's going to be like way less cool than that, but at least have like a good storyline. Sure. Vincent, I am way more hopeful about because there's so much more connection to the Shinra that I know of with him that I really want to get the backstory of Lucretia, the backstory about him, like why he's in the coffin, like how he was a Turk, like why he turns into a monster sometimes, you know, just general basic questions you have about people like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I feel like that's reasonable. Yeah. I do think that it is a absolute shame that anything related to Vincent is a side quest. Yeah. Um, Yuffie, I could totally see being a complete bonus character so far. Everything surrounding Vincent is just so closely tied to Sephiroth and Shinra that it's like, this really shouldn't have been side questy. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. It seems like that is a fairly popular opinion from the couple of people I've talked to about the game. I try not to talk to a ton of people about the game right now. The thing I'm most excited about, being able to talk to people about the game. That's going to be fucking fun. I'm going to yeah. be so excited to finally take part in conversations that sh- I should have been 15, 20 years ago. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad that uh, we made our agreement where you will not let me miss the uh, side quests because I really want to see them. But uh, I am bummed that they are side quests. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah. I think the first thing I'm going to do when I beat this game, though, is play it with a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And I, it's I'm, on the phone, too. Definitely not playing it on my fucking phone, um, but I, I think I'm going to I'm gonna pick up a strategy guide and play it on the Switch as soon as it's over, because I really want to just fucking... I need to explore every last inch of this game. Yeah, yeah. I think that's everything I wanted to talk about for the game today. What about you? Cool. No, I, I think that sums it up. Awesome. I think with that, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the First Encounter podcast. If you want the journey to continue, why don't you hit us up on Twitter at 1STEncounterPod. You can email us at mail at firstencounterpodcast.com, or you can check out our website, firstencounterpodcast.com. Our intro and outro music is written and performed by Alden Zach. 